Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hands-On Safety. Uh, with me, as always, are George, calling hey, what's from up? somewhere. <laughs> I'm in the field. Field reporting. Field reporting. Field reporting. And Megan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Calling from the comfy confines of her apartment. Something like that. So I guess our, our kind of theme almost for the summer seems to be um getting back out in the world now that now that covid restrictions are starting to let let up and you know last month we talked about traveling and today we're talking about going to to bars or parties or clubs and being safe in those environments and i actually just came back from a weekend in new orleans and experienced lastly, lastly i have a one question that. yes what is a club again <laughs> Well, <laughs> um, it's a place where you have music and dancing and drinking and whoa, 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 whoa! We're allowed to do those things? What? Well, I don't know. Are you allowed to do those things yet? Megan? Well, not here yet, but not here yet, but soon, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. <laughs> Continue on. <laughs> and George, you you still work as a bartender, so you've seen this from the other side. Yes, yes. I think. that is so true. Yeah. So what are some tips that you have as a bartender for people? Well, there are some tips that I do have since I, you know, I do work in a bar. It's not something I've, I've done for a long time, but I've been going to bars and stuff for a long time. Uh, something you do when you're in the military, you just go around. Uh, so things that I've seen, uh, particularly, it's um, when you say in the Army, you should always have a battle buddy. Always right. go with somebody. Now I break this all the time because I'm very, you know, I'm very, I'm very aware. I've had had maybe say 98 percent of the times I've gone out, I've had no problems whatsoever. Mm -hmm. There's always those few times uh, something might happen or something might say something. Depends how you deal with it. Uh, but traveling with a buddy is something that's totally recommended. You should always do that. Having uh, accountability is important. Uh, what I've seen lately with the uh, young young ladies, uh, say in the twenty age range, like you know, uh, below you know, say below thirty, right? Uh, 30, even probably some in the thirties is, um, you know, not having your friend uh, accounted for. Meaning that I've seen a lot. Um, you start talking to a guy, think he's cute. You've been drinking too much, and he entices you to go with him or whatever. Um, when I used to go out years ago. There's always that girl that would like, you know, call Charlie Block. She mm -hmm. getting away. Oh, you're not talking to her. Nope, she's drunk. She's got to go. Nope, right. Number, you know, that girl is really not around too often. Right. It's, it's a kind of, as an older guy now, it's kind of unfortunate for younger girls. They don't really have friends that do that so much where they're like, you know, very uh, protective. And that one person that's just a pain in the behind to all the guys, <laughs> uh, unless she thinks they're cute too. Then she's like, oh, go talk to them, which still doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. Good looking guy or ugly guy can still do some, uh, some bad things. Right. Um, and just having that other person there to watch out for you, even if they're not saying anything in particular, maybe even not saying anything to the guys, but just keeping your friend accountable. Exactly. Hey, you've had, you know, this many drinks or you're starting to get a little too drunk. And yeah. So definitely that's something I Come think. Come on, that, girl. Calm it down over there. Yeah. I think <laughs> Have a glass of water. Have a glass of water. I saw <laughs> Have a few. Night, so the other night where, you know, some girls like got her friend, you know, uh, some water. Um, so yeah, that, that's something important with that. 
make sure you know where all your girls are. You know, there's mm-hmm. apps you can track each other's stuff, stuff like that now. Uh, don't leave, don't leave a don't leave a fallen soldier behind, right? Don't leave, <laughs> right. Don't leave your friend. She's passed oh, out in the bar. We'll just let her sleep. Yeah, we're right we're so and so. I don't know. It's that's a bad, it's a that bad deal. I mean, it's it's unfortunate that there has to be somebody that has to you know watch your back. But male or female, you need to have somebody watching your back while you're doing your thing. Uh, you know, I used to be that guy. I used to drive by and 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 look out. You know, I tell my friends, I'll push you down flight of stairs. You act stupid with me. You know, right. I'm driving, so you better be nice to me. Um, but I didn't mind because I didn't drink at the time, so I really didn't mind that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still wouldn't mind if, if someone said, hey, can we going to go out? Uh, actually, do have a friend of mine. Her birthday's coming up and said, you know, I, I want to I don't I need to find someone to drive. But you know what? I drive. I'll drive. I, you know, you live like 20, 10 minutes away from me. I don't have to drink. You know, mm-hmm. so that'll be that'll be fine with me. So, yeah, things like that. You got to watch out. Um, watching out for your drinks, particularly. Oh, yeah, um, that's a big one. The mat. We talked about it before. And I call it the magic napkin over the uh, over the glass. It's, I'm sorry. It doesn't work. It's never worked. Right. Uh, you know. Um, not watching your drink um, is a key thing. So here in Savannah, Georgia, you can walk around outside. So you can ask for a cup to go, or use most stores have them at the uh, have them at the door. Yeah, we or do that here too. Door. Yeah, so you can walk out the club, you know, with the drink, mm-hmm. go from bar to bar around the street, uh, with no problem. So I mean, we have all our bars pretty much close together downtown. Uh, so you know, so you can take it with you. There's no excuse for leaving. I see. I still see people leaving their drinks. Right. Um, you know, it's not the bartender's job to do so. So if I'm working, I do worse. I will wash the drink, but I, you know, I just think it's a bad practice and it's totally not recommended. Uh, and, you know, the uh, personal safety, you know, uh, industry or community to, to, to do that. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Personally, I don't, if I'm going to leave my drink, like if I got to go to the bathroom or, you know, or my dog needs to go out or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or, I need to just need to go take a phone call or whatever it might be. I will typically have a friend stay and watch it. Um, or if that friend is coming with me or whatever, cause I don't feel safe going outside or whatever mm-hmm. or, or wherever I might need to go, or I just need help. Um, I will just get a new drink after. Mm-hmm. No. And that's what, that's what's totally recommended that you drink, get a new drink. It's really simple as that. If someone offers you to buy, to buy your drink, go with them to the bar. Don't let them bring a drink over to you, especially if someone you, someone you do not know. Right. Uh, what I have seen people do or heard people do, not sexually seen, but I've heard people doing, is that people will play a game with their friends or people they know and just put drugs in their friend's drink just to see what happens. Oh, jeez. Jeez. So I've no. Heard that, no, I've heard I've a number of, of times. Yeah, I've, I've, well, locally, I've heard of people doing that mm. uh, or, or claiming that someone did that to them. You know, um, the, you know, or knowing someone who did it to someone else. Wow. Again, the world baffles me. <laughs> yeah. So, and people do it just because they think it's funny. Right. You know, first of all, if you're if you got that much money to spend on some drugs, just to be giving it to people, <laughs> you might invest that. Um, yeah. But, put that to better use. Please. <laughs> yeah. You got that no much judgment money. here, but or, I'm giving judgment. You know, <laughs> that's your thing. Be smart about it. Don't waste it. You know, but, you know. Put the money to better use if you if you must. If you're gonna buy um, drugs, be smart with them. That's all. Be smart with them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're not advocating drug use, but <laughs> advocating no. positive use of your money. <laughs> yes, definitely. Some some adventures with George that I've seen going out. Adventures of George. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, things like that. Uh, just you know, letting your friends know if you do leave, 
or feel like you have to go. Let your friends know. Have like a like a hit time. Like, um, hey, I'll be back literally uh, by this time. If I'm not, you know, give me a call or text me or meet me at the car this time. Or you know, uh, I do not advise again separating from your friends, male or female. But if you do for whatever, maybe you might have have another acquaintance at another bar you want to go see, or maybe you got to go. You know, I've seen people go out, go to eat with their fam- family or friends, and then come back. Right. You know? But establish that type of, you know, hit time. Park your vehicle, you know, in a safe place. Or if you're with someone who has a vehicle, you know, suggest they put it in a safe place. A well-lit parking garage near a light post um, on a main street. Uh, something of that nature. I think it's something I suggest. Um, yeah, but those are really basic, I think, ideas. Or even, like, if, I don't know if you have uh, transit there, George. But even, <laughs> like, just make sure you find you know how to get home if you need to and that's know? true yes there is something about that too knowing that you, how to get home uh is, is a key a key factor you know knowing where you're going mm-hmm. you know so we talked about before having your plan before you leave um when, when you're going to meet up uh where are you going who's going with you uh times you know are you going to oh, getting your money ahead of time you know earlier in the daytime not in the evening unless you use your card also it's suggested too and it can go either way when it comes to money. Some people don't use money nowadays that much. There was a, there was a place around here. It's just a, a diner and they don't take cash. Mm. Which I think it's crazy. But because uh, you go around the world, everyone does. I guess it's first world problems, you know, here in America. But Europe doesn't use cash anymore. Yeah. yeah, but go to other countries, they'll use cash. So it all depends. I mean, there are some bars that just want, there's some bars I know of. The dive bars are strictly cash. Mm. They have an ATM machine in there. So... Um, if you're going to get cash, get it out earlier. Uh, be careful where you put your money. If you feel like you're going to do that. If you have, you know, an ATM card, you know, be careful where you put it as well. So if you have cash, people see you flashing it. That could attract attention. People see that you have a wallet <laughs> that could attract attention. So it can go either way. So just be mindful where your money is. Uh, There's also the old thing I learned from my mom. You know, she was told always have some money in your shoe. I don't necessarily put it in my shoe. But I might have like a folded up 20 somewhere. Somewhere else. Yeah. Somewhere else. And I do case. that too. I will. I might have my wallet with me, but I will also have something stuck somewhere else to, you know, pocket or something. Yeah. And, you know, bartenders prefer to be, uh, to get tipped in cash. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I prefer cash tips. Sure. So that makes it a little bit easier. Also, if you have your ATM card, you have a chance, more of a tendency of spending more with your mm-hmm. card than if you have cash on you because you already know how much you're going to spend. And this right, you especially back, when you uh, open a tab. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, you just keep exactly. adding to the tab. And, right. So pain as you go makes it, pain as you go also makes it easier. So it makes it easier for you to leave quickly if you have to. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, little things like that. See, I don't even, so when I go out, I will personally, I, know other people who do this as well is i have my watch for apple pay mm-hmm. or my phone if i were to lose my phone i would still have my watch or vice versa um okay and i will have maybe a 20 on me you know but then i don't have to worry about like my wallet being stolen or losing it i might have my and i also have my id on me but it's not very often that i get id'd sadly <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, having more than one form of ID and one that you like, you know, another place separate from the other one um, is something that if you lost, you wouldn't be heartbroken over. Uh, sometimes they have IDs, you know, um, that are 
non-driver licenses. You can right. get those as well. Yeah, just state so, ID. State yeah, ID. Yeah, yeah. State ID. Provincial ID. Yep. Have something something like that extra just in case. Uh, yep. Especially if you're traveling to another state or another city. Uh, you want to do that now for you folks that will use, you know, you call it Apple Pay or something like that. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever they call you it. Technology driven people. Technology driven people. <laughs> you know, you're young whippersnappers. <laughs> well, I just haven't set mine. I don't have Apple, but I just haven't set up my um, Google Pay. Google Pay. Yet. Yeah. A friend of mine told me about that. So I, I don't, yeah, I don't have it set up. I do have it automated. So where all I gotta do is put in my, you know, the PIN number. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do make my payments, so I order stuff on on phone or something like that. But uh, sometimes uh, call your banks, let them know that you're out the area. Yeah, I do that yes. a lot when I'm traveling. I yeah. will let um, let my bank know that I'm. This is where I'm headed. This is how long I'm going to be there. Just uh, and part of that's just so that I don't have trouble when I'm in another city or another state. Them thinking that I'm somebody making a fraudulent purchase on my account and and trying to block block whatever i'm purchasing yeah i learned that one uh the hard way it wasn't a it ended up being a bad situation at all but i was in australia and um give some um reference to it i'd been in iraq for nine months and all of a sudden boom my card's active again and i'm in australia uh <laughs> you know and right, that so, isn't sketchy to a bank no, not sketchy <laughs> at all right and didn't think twice about it i was on r and r i'm like Nine months in Iraq, two weeks in Australia. It's a no-brainer. Right. And um, checking out to the hotel, and they're like, hey, um, they said they want authorized payment. I'm like, I know there's money on there because it hasn't really been used. And so I was luckily at the time frame, I was able to call the international number, called my bank, and within a matter of like five minutes, it was fixed. Yeah. You know, uh, after verifying all the information. So, so that's what I did learn. Now, usually if you go, like maybe a state away, like for, for me in particular, I am close to um, South Carolina, and I'm like two hours away from Florida. So those are not two major jumps, depending where they are. But still, you should call if you know you're going to be there more than like a couple of I days. I wish I was two hours away from Florida. Just saying. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't all that. <laughs> uh, it's Florida. All right. Sorry, squirrel. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, if uh, if I drive up north um, four hours before five hours up north, I'm, you know, in Tennessee. So it, it all depends on where you are. But if you're going to be somewhere more than a couple of days, I'd say definitely, you know, call. But just generally, if you're going to go travel out of state. Or you're out of your province, I said call your bank just to let them know or contact them. They have uh you can do it uh, automated as well. Yeah, um, you can apps. do a lot through the apps now. Yeah, so that makes it a lot easier. You can do it while you're en route, so you have that option if you do forget. So you have those those options. Um, things do like, it on the plane if you're flying somewhere. <laughs> well, you you could if you're allowed to do it on your plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah, <laughs> on the on the fly, literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and also when it comes to talking about um, coming back to, like, to, you know, when you're out drinking, it's uh, knowing your limits, you know, eating before you uh, before you start drinking, having an alternate. So my alternate, if I really don't feel like drinking other than uh, water and alcohol, um, I actually will get a, um, um, was it a soda with a splash of orange? Mm hmm. You know, it tastes. It to me reminds me of a rum, um, of a vodka soda with some orange. Yeah. But no vodka in it. But my mind doesn't know that most of the time. Yeah. And also, a lot of times you feel you just want to have something in your hands. You yeah. Feel social. There's a lot of it psycho- psychological. So having mm-hmm. something, you know, a little flavor in there, uh, doesn't hurt. And you know, you just just go there and you can relax. You know, so those are things that you know I, I, people should do. I recommend. I like, um, especially if I'm going to a smaller bar. I, I really try to 
get to know the bartenders. Yes. And spend a lot of time talking to them. And if it, if it's someplace I frequent, then I really get to know the bartenders and, you know, I don't necessarily count on the fact that they may be looking out for me a little bit more, but um, I just feel like if, if they know me and we spend time talking that they, they are probably keeping a little bit of an eye on me. But um, if the bar is really crowded, I will often keep my hand over my drink mm-hmm. yep. um, while I'm talking. I always, especially if I'm sitting at the bar and I'm talking to people on either side of me, if I'm going to turn sideways and talk to somebody, then I'm going to move my drink more in front of me. Um, always or I'll have my drink in my hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. Keeping it in my hand, keeping it um, kind of more. No one's getting me. near my drink except me. <laughs> my keeping drink. it, keeping it up to my mouth. You know, <laughs> 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 nobody gets bottoms up. up. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm getting drunk by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. I will alternate. Um, especially if I know I'm going to be out drinking for a while, I will alternate, you know, maybe every couple of drinks, I'll drink a glass of water. And that's also, I totally recommend that, you know, I said to someone recently, like, that's what you do. Go, oh, that's what you should do. Uh, up to you, how you want to end your night in the bathroom, right. <laughs> yeah. you know, in the police station <laughs> or in bed. It's, it's mm-hmm. all up to you. Uh, but yes, something I recommend as well is that if you go, anything, if, you, if you're going out, to uh just be social you don't really need to just pour it down you know i found out that i drink less when i'm around other people i drink more because i'm drinking quicker when i'm by myself mm-hmm. you no know, there's no yeah. good thing about having somebody out with you because you're not bored they're just you know but knowing the bartender you know the bartender is pretty it's pretty cool um you know i, I know most of the bartenders in the area i go to uh because it's the same area that i work ar- around so you get to know the bartender, but I've been around here for a number of years and I don't bother anybody. And I've talked to bartenders, they know that I don't bother anybody. I just sit there, mind my own business, I talk to people, you know, people I know, but I'm not there to cause any issues. Right. Um, and so, you know, sometimes you get discounted drinks too, if you start doing that. Uh, they get to know who you are. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Not a bad no, thing. it's not. Um, but yeah, then you tip, you tip them well. Learning how to tip is also important. <laughs> yes. 20% <laughs> well in America, 20% is recommended, <laughs> all right? 20% people. All right. That's how you take care of your bartender. They'll take care of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't like I said you just don't really have to drink that much when you go out, but that is an issue that people, that's how problems begin um, where you lose your uh, awareness and people uh, become stupider and do stupid more. I said more stupid, I should say, and do stupid things for no apparent reason. Yeah. Uh, so you have those things like that, but it's just, and if you're with people, like if you're with people, you trust mm-hmm. and stuff, then maybe it's a little bit, you can be a little bit more lenient. Personally, I don't get to that point when I'm out and about, but. And also we have a bar here. Something has a bad reputation. known as the date rate bar because things have happened. I've heard, I don't know for a fact, but I've heard, you know, things have happened from other, you know, people have said things or talked about it. Um, so I talk, I'm, it's a nice, it's a cool bar to hang out with, but if I do recommend, I go, well, this is what it's referred to as just so you know, right. Be um, you know, cause it's just, um, and it's happened in a bar a few times because they don't really don't have security walking around They have them outside, but not inside. So it could be a reason why uh, things happen. But again, you know, if you watch your drink, people that you're with getting your own drinks and having, having someone bring it to you, uh, little things like that will, you know, will help out with your own you know, personal sec- you know, security and safety uh, on it. But just knowing where you're going, have a reputation. You can go to Yelp. You can go to Google. You can find out about these places. Uh, I don't always recommend those sites cause all the times people get mad because I've cut people off and it reflects on the tip they give you. Give you a yeah. dollar for like $100 at yep. the service when they've been a total, you know, idiot. 
mm-hmm. the whole time, you know, and you know, that that's it's it. Also realize with anybody, it's how you deal with a bad situation. So it's uh if someone gets a little boisterous and you know, a little, you know, annoyed or a little uh annoying, uh, it's how you de-escalate the situation is important. So case in point. I have um, one of my empl- uh, one of the guys I work with. Someone I was talking about he was a bad server or whatever because he was. Uh, we do a cabaret show in my in my place. Um, he went to the uh, location where they do the show. He was um, waiting tables plus making drinks to go take in there. Mm. And someone not realizing this, or thought he was just, you know being slow and all that. I realizing that he was mostly one going back and forth and making the drinks and had to serve all these people and had to be about thirty people in there. Wow. And she was already intoxicated and, you know, making him making a scene about it. And he got totally upset about it and about to go off on it. He actually did kind of go off on her. And I told him, I got it. I go, ma'am, he was like, uh, well, the young lady said, miss, I'm going to have to cut you off. I apologize for that. But, you know, I'm going to cut you off. I have you already paid up. She's like, well, you have your pay. I go, well, okay. Well, we're going to have to ask you to leave at this point. And she was cool. Her sister was cool with it. about to leave anyways. Uh, but it depends on how you do it. I had another location before where uh, was, we don't wear hats in the place I work at. You're not allowed to wear hats. And uh, the guy said, the door guy told him he could if he paid him an extra $20 to get in. <laughs> and I go, well, he shouldn't have told you that. And the other two uh, guys that are working with me kind of like, yeah, you're not supposed to be wearing hats. And I had to de-escalate the situation. So at the end of the night, they were like, well, you know, hey, do you, know, do you split tips? Like, yeah, they go, oh, oh man. They were going to give me more money <laughs> if I wasn't splitting tips. Yeah. You know, uh, but the, how you de-escalate the situation, even from behind the bar or in front of the bar, uh, people bump into me. I'll apologize to them. I don't, I don't lose anything by doing it. Uh, sometimes you just get the whole situation because people are not obliv- are totally oblivious to what's going on. And it's always someone else's fault. Uh, but most places I go to, most people are pretty cool about that. So that, that's, that's important. Um, that, that I found the escalating situation. It's yeah. pretty rare that I've ever had to cut somebody off at the restaurant that I work at. Um, but it's dark in there. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really t- unless you hear them acting stupid. But I mean, we, <laughs> no, say, people don't use you know stupid quietly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but I will typically, you know, if they're being ridiculous, you know, I've had to say, you know, I can't serve you anymore. Can I get you some water? You know. Um, or, and most of people have been really cool with that. Other people are like, "Yeah, I just want to go." I'm like, "All right, let's go." <laughs> so, I've been lucky. I haven't had to deal with any trouble, but yeah, I said, there's my two cents. No, I like your two cents. Because um, I'm looking up some stuff for the show, and I think that I, I never really thought about. And I guess for the for blind community, it might be kind of uh, hard to um, to identify, but you would know once it happened to you. Um, marks, you know, you go to some some places and they put a mark on your hand or a band on your wrist. Oh, right. You know, be careful because that, that's also a sign. You know, if someone is out there looking for you or looking for uh, a potential victim or a perceived victim, you know, that's kind of a mark. No matter who you are, uh, you know, that maybe you're underage or that you were in a place had a band. Maybe you might have been drinking, you know, um, so that's a, a way to identify somebody here in town. I heard that um, some of the homeless, they will make um, like roses or crosses and stuff uh, with uh, palm leaves and then give them to tourists. But, you know, they pay five bucks. But. Uh, or some, or give some little donation, and I heard that sometimes that's a uh, a form of identification for people who might be working in teams. That person is a tourist and have some money on them. 
you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. stuff like stuff like that. Yeah, just to say, hey, this this person, <laughs> I've set this person up, and here's somebody you can potentially rob or. But I hadn't think about that with the the wristbands or the the stamps. Um, you know, yeah, I never yeah, thought I of that either. To enough yeah. clubs, but yeah, neither do I. <laughs> usually, those, usually, those who get those are usually underage, but you still have the wristband, right? Uh, you know, so you may maybe a different place. Or you might have like a stamp. Like somebody's will have a stamp of your, you know, wristband and a stamp. You know, to get back in or out of place. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so little things like that. You know, uh, get them off if you can. Easy. Most people nowadays, not most, but some people nowadays carry a hand sanitizer that will probably take it right off. You know. Yep. Well, some of the girls that I work with um, who go out with each other, they they all have um, connected to each other through um, the find my app on, on their phones so that they can, um, they can track each other and see right. you know, if one of them goes off, they can see where the others are. I mean, yeah. You know, when you're stalking each other, I think it's for as long as it's, it's, it's uh, consensual. <laughs> yes. No problem. Let's, it always um, has to be consensual, which I think you have to agree. Um, when somebody wants to start following, yes. you have, yeah, to, you agree, have to accept um, to let them do it. So, yeah, a friend of mine does that with her kids who are adults. <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right. It's like, I don't know what they're doing, but I know where they're at. Like, well, okay. <laughs> and they know where I'm at. I mean, that's fine. Right. You know? Do you. Um, you know, also while you're out carrying your essentials that you that you have. Like we were talking about having maybe some money, an ID, your cell phone. Some people have everything on one. The issue with having thing all in one, you lose that one thing, you're done. Done. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. So uh and people like to do that, it makes it easier on I know um girls like pockets too. You know, guys, we uh, we we've been lucky we've always had pockets, but you know, I guess some clothing have fake pockets on it for girls, which I think is oh, don't no. even get me started. I hate so, those. I won't that, that is the dumbest thing. Um, or at least have better pockets. I mean, you have room, you have some put something in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh because I've I hate hanging out with uh with female friends of mine and being their pockets. Mm-hmm. No, I got no, lip I won't gloss. Pockets. I got their keys. You know, hold this. I'm gonna go dance. What the heck? Because <laughs> <It's like, laughs> I, because I'm a guy and got pockets. That's not yep. fair. <laughs> um, you know, but we'll do it. But um, having the, minimize what you do. Even for me, like I, I have maybe is <laughs> uh, I guess I'm pocket. You know, my pocket's privilege. Uh, I might have like five things in my pocket. <laughs> time you know i might have uh my keys my cell phone i might have like maybe sometimes a money clip uh a knife you know a mask lately so yep. it's about those things that i probably have in my pocket but usually it's just my my keys uh my keys my cell phone my wallet and uh maybe a pocket knife those are my general things i have in my pocket you know anything extra gets confusing <laughs> Yeah, this weekend I had, um, I started out Friday night, you know, carrying my purse and that got old really quick and I was constantly worried about it, especially walking down Bourbon Street, Mm. you know, having somebody grab it or so the rest of the weekend I put things in my pockets. I had a phone in one pocket. I had keys and a knife in another pocket. I had my ID in another pocket and some cash and uh, credit card in other pockets, just kind of distributing things out. Yeah. Somebody grabs something out of one pocket. I haven't lost everything. Or if I accidentally, you know, pull something out of one pocket, I'm not, not losing a bunch of stuff, pulling something out. Yeah. Had to, had to have a mask um, along with all those items, but um, having things like, um, you know, being able to pay from my phone or even having a picture of my ID, 
in case I yep. lose my ID. Yep. Which uh, we've talked about before in the mm-hmm. context of traveling and having a picture of your identification. Well, you know, um, I know about a year or two, well, a couple of years ago, within the last two years, fanny packs have made a comeback. Yes. You know, so that's also a good thing. But the thing to watch about that is that when you're, how, how is it fastened on mm-hmm. you? You know, you can have it across your shoulder. I've seen people do that. I've seen people have it, you know, hooked up and uh, hooked up um, the, the buckles in the back or the, the attachment in the back. Problem with that is, if, especially the squeeze ones, yes. that's kind of easy to, to get off you. So having that, I've seen the uh, packs where people have like, like little years ago, the, the man bags underneath your arms, mm-hmm. you know, with little straps across. You got those. Uh, so you have other things you can do now that's, you know, are fashion friendly as well. Uh, the, you know, things you can put things in. Um, I usually keep, put stuff in my front pocket. I yeah. said one guy, uh, it was a homeless guy. Like, hey, man, you know, you know, give me some money. You go, I see your wallet. Go, that's my cell phone, bro. <laughs> like, why are you looking that close in my pockets? Like, <laughs> in <the> front. <laughs> right. <Got me> scared. <laughs> you know, like half a block away, you're looking me up and down. So that's a, that's a suspect to me. Mm-hmm. That if you're, you know, and if you're looking that hard, you know, at my pants pockets, uh, see what I got in my pocket, you know, you like, to me, you're trying to size me up. You know, so things like that are also indication. Um, and yeah, this is, um, unfortunately there's like a, uh, some places here, there's like an increase of homeless people and I have to, you know, quantify that you have those who are homeless because they, they work, but can't afford it, afford a place to live. That's, uh, we forget about those folks. And then you got the, those who are, you know, I use the term vagrants, just, uh, we have people who are, uh, urban campers are them called. They're just hanging out because they can. And in some cases they have the means to, to live a different life, choose not to, Right. Uh, sometimes they're strung out on drugs and there are those who are who have mental issues. And so when people approach you on the street, you know, you can give the money. It's up to you. But again, uh, if you have cash on you, don't have it from, like, say, you know, your wallet, have it from another location and maybe a little extra cash if you feel like it or just tell them, no, don't have any. It's true. I don't have any spare change because I can't spend money on me. Not anybody else. I have nothing to spare. That's the truth. <laughs> so I have nothing spare for you, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, so, uh, situations like that, but we have, we have an increase of people around their homeless. Some of the same people, you know, um, are scammers. We had a guy doing a, a scam. So there's a local restaurant around here, downtown. That's very well known. And this guy had a, a like a kitchen worker outfit on and it was clean too. And cell phone, he actually was on the cell phone. Like, Hey mom, okay. Hold on a second. Hey man, my car just broke down and this and that. I can't, you know, I'm trying to get, uh, and such and such or my son or whatever and i got started nothing on you i saw this joker three different times on you know three different days oh, yeah. over a couple of month period he came to me again oh you work at such and such he looked, looked at me and i said they walked away <laughs> you know it, yeah when yeah. i was in michigan we had so many people that would do that that seemed to be really prevalent up there but yeah you gotta watch out for that too uh because so it's not about it's it's about sh- Going out and being safe, not just about being safe, let's say in a bar or restaurant, or, you know, it's just about your general safety when you're on the street going from point A to point B. And, you know, it's like the whole thing with our, our podcast. We talk about that. And it's just a different, you know, different aspect of when and where you should be safe. And that's, that's, that's important to realize it's not just all these tips can be used anywhere you travel, airport, from a hotel, uh, from, you know, from school. All, a lot of these things can be used the same. Hopefully, you're not in school drinking, drinking. But if you're in, on campus, going from one party to another party, you know, 
well-lit place. Same rules apply, you know, uh, when you're out, when you're, you're out and about and not in control, 100% in control of your, um, of your experience that you're having. We so, had a, oh, go ahead, Megan. Sorry, Leslie. Quick question for you guys. Um, how would someone such as myself, young and young and fun, sort of innocent. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, sort of innocent. Go about detecting if somebody came up to me on the street. You know, I'm walking down the sidewalk and said, you know, hey, ma'am, uh, my car broke down. Do you guys need spare change to help me get a tow or whatever? Blow by. Blow by. <laughs> Straight up. Blow by. That's, uh, okay. That's my, that would be my instinct. You know, sorry, man. Got, don't got nothing. Yep. You know, yeah. yep. Sorry to hear that. I hope you. Yeah. I hope you're able to get some help. Keep on walking. It is unfortunate that our world has come to that. You know, you can't be the good Samaritan that easily. The good Samaritan, you got to do a background check, pretty much, on the individual. Right. Right. Um, I've seen. I've. Uh, when I lived in California. I remember people. The big thing when people have gas cans, like, oh, I traveled from such and such, like, it was like three hours away or two hours away, and you know, I don't have gas to get back. I'm thinking, first of all, why are you traveling that far without money to get back? That's one, you know, that's kind of suspect to me. And I used to see this all the time. It happened to me here in Savannah where a guy came across the street. It was a dark street. Uh, I think I might have mentioned this before. It was a dark street uh, area that's uh, still um, has now been developed more. So not as dark as more people now uh, from the shady gas, from a really shady gas station uh, across the street where pretty shady people just hang out and do shady stuff. And um, comes pretty, you know, at, a, at an angle towards me. Hey, man, you know, hey, can I talk? She's like, nope. Gotta go. You know, tell me this whole story about he came from such and such place and was out of gas. I'm like, yeah, sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I yes, believe I, I've heard the story from many other people. Huh? Yeah. So I, I don't. It's unfortunate. I like I like to be able to help people. And I, I really I don't much anymore. Actually, when I was a kid and growing up in New York, uh, that's when I first learned, you know, I gave, gave a guy some money and then turn around. He, you know, he had like a, a bottle of like, you know, whiskey in his back pocket. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, oh. Okay, the guy has no money, but he got some money for this, evidently. And you can't always judge people the same. I hear things, well, you know, people got cell phones. You can get a cell phone and keep it on for cheap, or maybe you have family members who might just give you enough to, or keep it on for you. Right. You know, there's organizations that might do that. So you can't judge things as easily. Also, um, and there for a while, you could get those government issue, government assistance phones. Okay. There was a government program that if you made a certain amount a year, you could get a cell phone, you know, with a very low payment plan uh, or or monthly plan, or it may have even been pay as you go. Right. Um, and you can't really, you know, they don't really have the kind of throwaway flip phone things that you would think now that I would associate with a pay as you go plan. I mean, you can have a pay as you go plan on a smartphone. Yeah. Um. Flip phones are probably coming back because it was a couple about a year ago. Like, oh, flip phones, people, because everything is everything that's old is new again. You know, yeah, so I, should be, I, should, yeah. I should be fine then. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm very hey, your computer and your phone are coming back in style. No, I'm coming back in style. Oh, you're no, coming so back in style. I see. <laughs> <laughs> so I should be good. So one thing, a story that I heard this weekend that kind of disturbs me a little bit um, is our Uber driver last night was telling us a story about picking up some people um, in New Orleans at, at two in the morning who were quite drunk. And he kept asking them, you know, they, they put in an address and he kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? This is the right place. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is right. Just go, just go. 
And the place that they had put in was an address in Mobile, Alabama, which is two and a half hours away, (laughs) Hmm. where what they really wanted to be, uh, it turned out, was in Metairie, which is five miles away. Oh, dear. Um, But what happened next is, and this is the part that disturbed me more than anything, is that they then fell asleep in the Mm. So oh. he drove them two and a half hours in the middle of the night all the way to Mobile and then got to Mobile, woke them up. And they were like, whoa, no, this is wrong <laughs> because now they're, you know, somewhat sober at least. But I think the part Jeez. that disturbed me most about that is that they passed out in the car. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, I, if, I've if you're been out, there once yeah, or twice. <laughs> if you're out drinking and you in a you know, car, it's just like, it's it's a thing that it's subconscious. That, you know, since you're a kid, you get in the car, you can go to sleep. You feel, oh, you know, sure. you're, I can go to you know, sleep a taxi, minutes. <laughs> airplane, a bus, even though there could be some, you know, non-savory individuals on there. So it's a false sense of security that we have when we get in the car, you know, as an Uber driver, he should be safe because he gets checked out. Yeah, background um, check, we hope. Yeah, I mean, they do, some other, they do a thing where I remember when I was driving Uber that uh, every once in a while I'm about to, you know, get in there for my app on like, time to take a picture to see if it's you. You know, like right. a serious dude, <laughs> like I'm in the middle of a ride, just pretty much. Yeah. Uh, they would do stuff like that. So they do have layers of security that they use um, as much as they possibly can. The effect is that as a driver, you never see anybody from Uber. Uh, you rarely ever talk to anybody from Uber unless there's a problem. Right. Um, and you call even them. Then, even then, it's yeah. by email usually. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in that case, you um don't talk shit. So they they so they have their measures they have from distance, which you know, which is more than acceptable in today's world. Um, that being said, you know, yes, the driver probably should have checked and confirmed with them because it does tell you what the location is. I always check to see where the location is going. Uh, now I have had rides going from here to South Carolina, like uh like forty five minutes away from here. Right. So it's not always uncommon. It's not uncommon, but, and, you know, and he said, he told us, you know, I, I asked them repeatedly, is this right? And they told me yes, which, you know, maybe they did, but, um, I was, I was just like, wow, y'all, y'all just passed right out in the car. Yeah. I'm not (laughs) sure if he, he, two and a half hours later ended up (laughs) somewhere different. Yeah. If he said the ad really, Hey, you should, this is going to, to mobile, not such and such. They might've woken up like, Oh no, you know, um, maybe. Yeah. yeah, See, I also too, as a driver, I rarely ever drove lakes. I didn't want to deal with drunk people. Mm -hmm. I drop them off. I wouldn't be into that if I were an Uber driver. And then I'd go out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) My time. Uh, Right. You know, I go on. I want to see drunk people. I'll go watch them on my own time. <laughs> uh, I had people who have been drunk and you know passed out and stuff like that. I had a situation with a friend uh, some years ago where I had to hate to pay. So sometimes to do the right thing, you have to do shady stuff. And, when I, and, and as I, I explain the story, it'll make sense. So a friend of mine was, was I lived in California. A friend of mine was a bartender in the town that I lived in, which is like five miles away from where another another town called Manhattan Beach. Another place called El Segundo. She lived in Manhattan. Uh, well. I saw her in Manhattan Beach. Um, she was she's working in this bar. She got off early, was hanging out, had been there for a while, or started drinking while she was on work, and she was out of it. I'd never seen her like that before, but I've known her for a couple of years at this point. And um, so I'm I'm actually walking around the bar, watching her, kind of following, sure she doesn't leave, and she does leave, and I, and I leave. And some guys were even pointing, like, "Man, stop following her around." It was obvious I was following her around, mm-hmm. right? Um, so she left, I walked her and caught up with her, started talking with her. So I'm going home and I said, you cannot drive in your condition. I hadn't, I had just gotten out out there. So I hadn't even 
done anything uh, and drinking or whatever. And you cannot drive like that. And she goes, yeah, yeah, go, well, let me walk you to your car. Walk to her car. I'm like, you know what? Let me drive you <laughs> back. <laughs> and convinced her. She said, yes, right? As I'm driving her, you know, a few miles on the road, she is passed out 100% unconscious. Mm. Cannot wake her up. And things I didn't know exactly where she lived. Oh, no. Uh, so what I did was I went to the bar that I knew she worked at. And parked in the back, went in and left in the car, went inside and talked to one of the girls that I knew was a bartender that, that was a really good friend of hers. Like, she's passed out in my car. Um, I don't know where to take her. Right. <laughs> I took somebody here. So luckily, the manager was her roommate. Oh, nice. He was a big dude. He came. I got her. Picked her up. I mean, literally, <laughs> he was a big dude. Picked her up, you know, in his in his arms. Pop, popped her in his Jeep, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, took her to the house, you know, and, went, and you got back. Next next day, I get a call. Like, hey, hey, she goes, I heard you gave me a ride. You know, I go, well, I got you to the bar because I didn't know you passed out. It's like I saw you walking around like totally out of it. And I've never seen you like yeah. that before. So could it have been more than alcohol? Maybe her drinks. It's a possibility. Possibly. Yeah. You know, but no so that's why, you know, it's someone I had known for, for a while. So it wasn't someone to some random stranger. She knew me for a while. And I was just concerned for her because I'd never seen her sure. like that. Right. Tell the story right now. I never thought about that. Maybe it might have been more than alcohol in that drink. Never thought about that. You know, um, so, but yeah, but I had to kind of, you know, it's not the first I had to be sketchy to do something to help somebody out. Um, <laughs> but the problem is, it, there's a thin line. You know, um, you can't help everybody, but right. even trying to do the right thing sometimes doesn't, it's not seen as, as, as the right thing. Uh, because the way you have to go about it. So that's makes it kind of hard. So I'm not saying trust every guy that's like going out of his way to do that. That's really a hard thing. Yeah. Um, but if you can help somebody or get some assistance to help somebody that have done that before, you know, do so, you know, we should, we should kind of look out for each other. So that's just the hard part about when you're going out and it's in a situation I go out. Well, I've got less and less now because I've been working a lot and, uh, and my interest is not the same as, you know, going out and like, I'm always going to drink up the town, a couple of drinks there, talk to some people I know, go see who's out and about. And I go home. Yeah. You know, uh, just because of what I do now teaching martial arts, you know, uh, one, I don't put any pictures on my Facebook anymore. I don't do anything that put worthwhile putting pictures on my Facebook for it anyways, unless it's the studio. But I leave the studio. I come home. That's my that's my week. Daytime, I'm doing stuff in the house or, you know, doing stuff for for, uh, for the studio. Go teach classes. I come home. I work on the weekend. So my only little day uh, evening off is usually Sunday evening, you know. And it all depends on what's going on, if I have stuff to do around the house or not. So, yeah, it's uh, things change and your perspective changes, but you should always look out for people, especially people that are, you are with. Uh, but if you can, you have a more enjoyable evening if you go out with friends, you know, uh, especially with all the things that are changing. It's probably best to go out with friends because you haven't seen them in a while. Friends that you trust, too. Yeah, that's, that's the main thing. Trust. Yeah, just some just like some random dude, you know, you know, from around the way. Uh, we know that sometimes the worst people to, to uh, violate your trust, to do something to you are people that you know. So it's just hard to say, you know, um, that the world is like that. But I don't think that it's I think it's always kind of been like that. Now, more people uh, we know we know more about it. Right. I and I may have told the story before, but um, when I was uh, at Western Michigan, I just had to be up there for like a six week summer program and I drove up with one of my other classmates and we you know now we think the classes started on monday we got there on a friday so saturday night we're like hey let's go have dinner and 
check some things out, see what's around. We ended up in this bar drinking and he told me the next day, he said the later it got and the drunker I got, the more people started staring at him. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing to this girl? <laughs> and I felt really bad, but, you know, he was, because I knew that, you know, he wouldn't have ever hurt me or done anything to me and that he was looking out for me. But the other people at the bar, you know, anytime he would hand me a drink, they were looking at him like, what, what's up with you, dude? What are you trying to do to this girl? Um, which is <laughs> kind of funny, but. Um, <laughs> I think it, it made him quite uncomfortable toward the end of the night. Yeah, See, I wish we could just be a society where we all could just get along and have a good old time of things and not try to take advantage of each other. Right. Which, <laughs> hey, it, in, in one sense, it made me feel great that, you know, the other people in the bar are going, uh, we got to look out for this blind woman. <laughs> Make sure this guy's not doing anything to hurt her. But <laughs> Did he, he right. walk in with you? Yes, he walked oh. in with me, but we had been there. We'd been there for a while. So mm. people that came in after us yeah. may not have known that. And, um, Poor guy. you know, the bartender, the bartender certainly knew that he had been there with me the whole time because we sat at the bar and talked to the bartender and a couple of the people around us. But he said, as it got later, people started giving him, giving him ugly looks. <laughs> so I felt bad for him, but it all worked out. Nobody tried to beat him up. <laughs> it's all good. Well, as long as he didn't get beat up. No, he <laughs> no, didn't. You were safe. Yeah, I was safe. Everything was good. But uh, I would I would never even have thought of that until he told me the next day. Well, good. Well, guys, this has been a really good discussion. Um, it's a, a good topic to talk about. And things certainly lots of things to keep in mind as you're going out and having a good time. And please keep these things in mind, people. We know I know you're excited to get out. Heck, I am, too, whenever I can. But be cautious and be prepared. Definitely. That is um, my daily wisdom. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Your you daily a, wisdom. What are you, a Girl Scout? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> I might as well be, but I'm not. <laughs> she's only behaving because she's stuck at home. Aw. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that, she, that's it. That's she gets it. back out in the world. It might be a different story. <laughs> oh, child's coming out. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, as always, uh, we would love to hear back from our listeners. Please give us feedback on our yeah, show. We have not heard from anybody. Please. Come on, guys. We would like to we would we like should. to hear please. some positive or negative thoughts. Anything at this point. Just for ourselves. Yeah. Suggestions of things you'd like to hear. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're great. Whatever you want to tell us. But we would love your feedback. So please email us at feedback at handsonsafety.net. Uh, check out our website. It's still a work in progress, but um, <laughs> we are getting more stuff on there uh, as we can. So um, please keep checking back with it and follow us on Facebook, Hands on Safety Podcast, and on Twitter at Hands underscore Safety. Feel free I'm trying to, to keep up a more uh, more of a presence on those accounts. So please, if I you have any feedback, uh, please just tweet us or you know dm us or whatever they call it these right. days right yeah, yeah, yeah. What those kids call it you know <laughs> i'm one of those kids but not one of those kids <laughs> go play a video game <laughs> but what it really boils down to is please just contact us please please <laughs> And no, we're, we're also lonely in this hands-on safety world. Come on now. <laughs> we're not desperate at all. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> you want validation. <laughs> right. Just want to know somebody cares. <laughs> we want to know you're out there. Okay, now we're begging. All right. <laughs> right. I want to cut some of this out. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. Goodbye. <laughs> we do know y'all are out there and we we appreciate you all. We'd love um getting the we feedback that I do. <laughs> I have I've gotten feedbacks from people in person and I, I appreciate hearing everyone's feedback and and yes, so have I. So knowing that that we have some listeners and some fans. So. Appreciate you all, and we will see you all next time. All right, have a good one. Bye. All right. Be safe. Make good choices. Make good choices. <laughs> yes, please make good choices. <laughs>